the beauty industry and success in beauty industry is you as a brand plus your professional experience multiplied on outstanding service. And by outstanding service, I feel this is care and love for what you do and for your client. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Hello, how are you? Excited? enthused, energetic, I hope. Now I've just come from the ultimate lockdown birthday weekend. Yes, it was my birthday. Now the second since the world seemingly shut down and we did it in style. We hired a hot tub for the garden. The weather cooperated and was beautiful. It was also my daughter's birthday too. So there were presents and cake and incredibly unhealthy food everywhere. It really felt like we were on holiday genuinely. So I'm feeling pretty good and I hope you are too. But enough about me. On today's episode, we are talking about natural brows wait, this is a business podcast. What on earth am I talking about treatments for? Well, there's a very good reason. Because while we're focusing on the specific treatment area of natural brows, my guest and I today are highlighting that simply accepting the traditional wisdom, for example, you can't make money doing brows, isn't always right. And in fact, if you turn it on its head and come at it from a different angle, it could very well be the key to your financial success. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free, and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful. And it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. So I'm joined on the show today by a very special guest, Dasha Krachininya. Apologies, Dasha, if I've mispronounced your name yet again. I really, really did try my best. Now, Dasha is a natural brows expert. And after starting out just a few years ago as a natural brows artist in Russia, she moved to New York, where she became extremely successful and has recently moved on again to Miami. Now, the reason I mentioned the different locations that Dasha has located herself is to highlight that her method of looking at 
one specific area of the beauty industry and really concentrating in on that has brought her recognition, opportunities, and no small amount of financial success, which is amazing, especially since when she started out, everyone, her family, other beauty industry professionals, everyone all told her, you'll never make money doing brows. So like I said, whilst we're talking very much about brows a lot today, we are really looking at it from a business point of view, from taking that different view from conventional wisdom and making it work for you. Now, a side note here, I get a lot of emails from people wanting to talk about new treatment techniques or new products and things on the show. Now, when I do, I thank them for getting in touch and I explain that this show is very much more about the business side of things than anything to do specifically with treatments and products themselves. However, when I got the email from Dasha, she immediately spoke my language and started pointing out facts and figures and margins and profits and talking about money. And when I saw that she'd done the research, well, it was a no-brainer to have her on the show. So like I said, whilst we're talking about natural brows, bear in mind that the point that I'm really trying to get across here is not simply to accept and go along with quote-unquote conventional wisdom with what everyone else says is the case and that actually specialization can be the key to your success. I've seen this many times, which is interesting because it flies in the face of what most beauty business owners do, which is to try and offer all of the treatments they can believing that this will appeal to more and more people. Now, Dasha goes into a lot of detail here in the show. She very generously shares her secrets to her success, how she goes about finding quality, high-paying clients, and she also shares her very own formulas for success. And she's got the numbers to back it all up. Now, just before I share our conversation, I do just want to point out that we do make comparisons between natural brows and other treatments such as microblading or semi-permanent or permanent makeup. Now, this is simply to illustrate a point when it comes to conventional understanding of margins and numbers. I do not mean to offend my amazing microblading or PMU listeners. Just know that we're simply making that financial comparison and I'm not saying that one treatment is superior to another. I am the very last person that should be weighing in on that kind of thing. So please don't get offended if you offer permanent makeup or microblading. Maybe use the lessons that Dasha is sharing from the financial point of view to make what you do and what you offer even better. Okay, so I want to welcome to the show today, uh, Dasha Kruchininja. Hope I've pronounced that somewhere close to being correct. Very close to be correct. Kruchininja, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll stick with Dasha from now on, but very, very welcome to the show. Thank you so much Thank for you. for sharing your, your time and your expertise with us today. It's great to have you here. Um, so, you know, we've already kind of, I've already talked about in the introduction there a little bit about what we're talking about, but for anyone who's not heard of you, Dasha, can you kind of give us a bit of your backstory, um, who you are, how you've come to be where you are right now, and sort of the, the area of the industry that you work in? Of course. First of all, thank you, Adam, for amazing podcast that you're working on. Oh, and you. it is a pleasure to see professional in the field that is interested and always keep researching and moving forward the full industry thank you for this and um, i would start from the very beginning so uh, december 2013 um happened to be the moment uh, when my natural eyebrows were messed up unfortunately right before the new year's if uh, and i had to grow back my eyebrows for 10 months this is how I made a decision just to try to understand what is it to be the eyebrows artist, mm -hmm. and how to maintain it by myself, what exactly to do. Uh, so 
Yes, basically, I started as a, as a client who struggled a lot with my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. This is why I understand my clients better than some other specialists. Okay. And um, I started uh, as a makeup artist before, okay. but I moved to eyebrows also because I feel the feel the in the industry specifically. It is not filled yet. It means that there are a bunch of opportunities for people to create their own business and actually to earn money on mm. that and to be happy at the same time, which is important. Cool. And mm. I mean, you know, obviously um, this show is not, we don't typically talk about treatments on this show. We always talk about more the business side of things. So so when you reached out to me, um, what I loved was you wanted to talk about the business side of this. And, yes. and, and this is where I kind of show my ignorance in terms of, a lot of the treatments that actually go on, I've always been on the business side of things itself. But your email really spoke to me because obviously at the moment, um, the the non-natural side of, of brows, obviously kind of semi-permanent makeup, uh, microblading, they seem to be getting a lot of the kind of the, the headlines and stuff. So, so you have kind of come at it from a de- very different point of view and saying, you know, actually there's a strong opportunity for a really serious standout business in the world of natural brows. So... You know why you've, you've you've explained how you got into it and why it was important to you, but you know what are your feelings on that. Why why would you encourage someone to go down the route of natural brows today rather than something like permanent makeup? So for now, the permanent makeup is very um, exposed to people. So people only hear permanent makeup, eyebrows, permanent lips, uh, micro blade and it's so good you will not touch your eyebrows for years or a year at least but my point is how often do you see a good work done in permanent okay how often do you see the happy client not right away after a procedure or appointment or in half a year and i would say only 10 percent according to the survey uh, that we have in the industry, only around 10% of people are happy with their eyebrows. Really? And that means that have to reschedule appointments, they have to make touch-ups, and they're spending more and more money on uh, permanent solutions instead of just um, do something better for their own beauty, for their natural beauty. Okay. And uh, when I just started um, my profession as a business, um, all my relatives keep saying, you will never earn money on eyebrows. Right. Specifically natural eyebrows. Because mm-hmm. if we will compare the cost uh, for the client, the client is paying from $500 to $750 for the good quality of permanent uh, solutions. Yeah. And that means that someone could earn this money. It's a good money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think, like I say, that's... That's what draws people in because they see the high ticket value of the of the individual treatments, and that mm-hmm. is, you know, to any good business person, that would be like, okay, well, I can make more money in a single treatment doing this than I can over here. Now we know mm-hmm. there's, there's other things that come into it, but uh, yeah, so I, I think you're right. I think that's why that draws a lot of people in to start with. Sorry, you carry on. So um, I'm looking for that from the other side. Mm-hmm. What if you're seeing the same person? each other month or every month. Yes. And this person paying you $90 plus tips mm-hmm. for their own natural beauty for just shape and wax or tint and shape. And your client is happy 
you getting to know your client better, you can um, expand your services, right? You can offer plus something for the next time. And this is still client's natural beauty. And in this case, if something, it could happen, if something went wrong, if uh, the tint is not right, if the shape is not right, it could regrow and you can make this connection again and you can keep this client actually. Instead of, yes, your client visiting you once a year, but there are a bunch of side effects and there are a bunch of cons. So yes, client giving you that amount of money, like for example, $700 and you will not see this client for a year, but maybe you will also just lose this client because he or she will be not having treatment. Yeah, this just happens more often with the microblading and with the permanent makeup solutions that with the natural eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so, but when we were talking uh, before, because I think the, the thing maybe that not really puts people off, but maybe cast a bit of a shadow over natural brows is, you know, we typically, like you say, seem to see them as a much lower mm-hmm. priced and therefore lower valued treatment. So it would initially seem like, well, I'm going to have to do a lot more of those to earn the same amount of money as doing permanent makeup. But, you know, when you and I were talking before, you said you'd done a bit of a survey both in the US and the UK in terms of average pricing, but you yourself, you know, quite far exceed that. Can you talk a bit more about that for us? Of course, of course. So um, I made research uh, and I analyzed more than 25 uh, verb resources, both in UK and US. Mm-hmm. And the average price for the natural eyebrows, and we're talking about tint and shape, yep. is $25, $27. Yep. Uh, while I'm charging 19 And I'm That's doing 90, this specifically... Nine zero, yeah. nine zero, yep. nine zero. <laughs> and I'm doing this specifically because... Um, I'm not looking at this procedure as 15-minute appointment. I'm looking at this as one-hour appointment where I'm digging the needs of my clients and I always asking not only what shape do you want, I'm uh, asking what are your everyday solutions for your skin, what what kind of effect you want to achieve from 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 a year from now, right? So I want to see where are we going in a long perspective from the first time I'm meeting my clients. And unfortunately, not many artists or professionals doing that. They just want quick money, right? Which is good. I'm not uh, judging judging this. Uh, But what I see is this field so open to the new professionals professionals who are going to spend time with a uh, client professionals who are going to ask more questions and, and professionals who will perform the right treatments not just shaping more than this work with the volume of the eyebrows so i know it sounds maybe not familiar to what you're doing and um it's like professional terms, what I'm, what I'm saying, work with the volume of the eyebrows. But this is what people are not doing. And this is where they're losing this ability to get more money, to charge and more. And just to be clear, you're not, you're not like dealing with celebrity clients who are, you know, paying, just happy to spend lots of extra money because they've got it. You're, you're just dealing with normal, you know, everyday yes. clients. Yeah, okay. I'm doing now. Uh, I'm providing my services for everyone. It's not only celebrities. And usually, you know what is interesting? Celebrities are not paying. Celebrities. <laughs> a good point. Uh, <laughs> celebrities are usually. Oh, I will post it to my Instagram. It will give you exposure. 
of course, it's doing this thing, but most clients who are paying the people who work, normal people. <laughs> Very good point. So in terms of so your ability to charge extra, then you say it's it's partly down to the 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 time you devote to it, the approach yeah. you take in terms of looking at it from this sort of holistic, longer term view. And you're saying your clients responding to this and, and they love that. But how are you um, how are you in that kind of first instance attracting that kind of client who is, you know, who understands that you're looking at it from that point of view and therefore willing to spend that that extra amount of money up front with you to to get that extra benefit? I will um, I will start to answer this question from a little bit other perspective. Okay. So when people are coming to me, they a lot of them are doubting about the microblading or permanent makeup solution. Okay. And here we starting to talk like um, if my client who is coming, if she or he um, want to spend 700 on the permanent makeup. And honestly, in New York, for example, I know only one person who can do it right. Mm-hmm. And other people, they just, I, I see the work in the process and I see so many people who coming back from after, after microblading, mm-hmm. then say, and they say, we don't like the color or we don't like the shape. How? Right. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I cannot help you anymore sure. because you cannot undo microblading. No. no. So in that case, if uh, someone really want to work on natural beauty, I'm, starting to ask questions first right. and then i'm given the solution so it's not only providing the um procedure or the appointment the tint whatever it will be i also given the checklist what my client can do at home as a care and i also providing the list uh, for different budgets from like drugstore uh beauty to very expensive um, high-end brands what they can use to maintain their eyebrows in between our appointments. This is what helped them right. to feel care, to feel, yeah. I would say, love. Yes. Um, so this is specifically my method to keep the clients mm-hmm. and to refer someone else for me because I feel when you really like what you do and you just don't care only about money, you're also caring about people and of what course. you're doing. It, it will give um, this flow of energy. Love it. Love it. And would you say it's made a difference then because you've, you know, you've highly specialized in this and this is kind of the, the only thing you do and people see that and are therefore happy to um, kind of put themselves in your hands and, and pay that extra amount of money? Yes, this is true. And I would say... Um, it happened not only now when I have my uh, small studio in New York, right? Yeah. I started as an eyebrow artist who was working from home. So in my apartment in Russia, mm-hmm. I had the extra room that was furnished um, as a small cabinet, like small beauty studio. Yeah. So it didn't happen in one day, unfortunately. I cannot charge this price uh, in <laughs> Russia that time. Sure. I mean, I can do it now when I'm coming back to my hometown. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it was not availability that time. Okay. And also I feel from 2014, when I just got my first education and I still remember it was one day education about eyebrows. It's like nothing, like literally like 
two teams, two colors, like nothing. And now the industry offers so many options for education, so many ways to improve your knowledge on this. Uh, So I think the industry is growing in this way. I love it. I'd like to introduce you to the sponsor of today's episode, me, or more precisely, the Beauty Business Secret Membership. Yes, my very own membership community is currently open for registration as this episode is released. So if you're quick, you can maybe even jump right in. Now, my goal, as you know, is always to help you create the most financially successful beauty business that you can have with as little stress and as little worry as possible. And now I want to help you get there even quicker, which means I want to help you even more. So I've created this incredible space for beauty business owners to learn, to pick up new business skills, to get motivation, to get stuff done, to get inspired and have a whole load of fun doing all of it. Now, I've included my most popular courses and workshops, regular live Q&A sessions with me, co-working sessions and sprints, expert masterclasses, and a whole library full of downloadable resources designed to make your business life easier and save you masses of time. Now, we've even got special perks and offers from some other amazing companies that I love and work with, and I've even included the Social Media Simplifier product in there too. And it's all yours for, quite frankly, a ludicrous price that you will not believe. Now, if you want to find out more, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash membership and all the details are there. And depending on when you visit the page, you can either join right away or if we've closed registration temporarily, you'll be able to jump on the wait list for when we open it back up again. Now, I can't wait to see you in there and help you get the business that you want. Now, back to today's episode. And so so we've kind of covered there a few different uh, ways to look at this. Obviously, if we if we're doing a direct comparison here between let's say semi permanent makeup and natural brows mm-hmm. obviously the the cost to start up is a lot less one of the downsides of of semi permanent makeup is fairly significant startup costs yeah. um but i guess the the thing that maybe people need to look at in a different way here is um you can it's very easy to see the profit margins in the permanent makeup world as we've talked about but you know if you change your view on on the way you can offer natural brows, you offer that holistic approach, increase the value of your treatments and see people more often, you know, the profit margins in what you do can actually exceed those in the permanent makeup world. Yes, this is so true. And I even uh, made the research about, so first let's uh, talk about education, right? Okay. So if we want to be to become the permanent makeup artist or like natural eyebrows artist, we need to educate ourselves right? We need to find the course. So um, I was looking for different options and I found a bunch of courses online, offline, both. I was making the research in UK and in the United States. Thank you. So according, uh, so the average, when I will say average, it's not numbers from my uh, head. It's like actual what I found on the internet. Uh, So the average cost of uh, permanent makeup artistry specifically eyebrows mm-hmm. is from four to five thousand dollars for two days wow and in these two days um you have only two models right. to practice on mm-hmm. and the cost um, of the start starter kit for the permanent um ma- makeup artistry is from 20 to 100 right. that means it's going to be the basic basic kit um, so you can work, not like you know, 
not the huge variety of the colors, just like maybe five colors, maybe mm. uh, two pencils for the mic. So it's just a very, very basic starter yeah. uh, kit. So it is four to five thousand dollars and around twenty two hundred for the starter kit. Okay. And comparing to the natural brows uh, artistry, so the course, the two-day course, is going to be around fifteen hundred dollars, and uh, the kit, the basic kit, um, is going to be about six to seven hundred. Got it. Right. Okay. So it is at least twice cheaper mm -hmm. for the yeah. basic education. Yeah. But when I was confused about all the situation is, according to my experience, according to my professional experience, two days is not enough. <laughs> no, it doesn't neither sound very much nor, to me. No. Neither <laughs> nor. So because when we're talking about professional cosmetologists or hairstylists or nail technicians, we never speak about two days basic course. No. So I don't, I was thinking why we allow someone to teach us to to provide the permanent procedure which could be dangerous and mm. sometimes provided not well to teach us only for two days yeah that's crazy <laughs> like, literally um so this is my um comparison about the prices about education and the starter kit and i'm saying the average prices because my kit that I work with uh, for natural eyebrows, it costs more than $5,000. And wow. we're not talking about lighting, tables, chairs. Uh, we're talking about tints, brushes, like supplies, basically. Um, so previously you asked me about margins and profits yep. uh, in the natural eyebrows business. And um, I should really emphasize that this is extremely marginable area to have your money. So let me give you actual examples Brilliant. in numbers. Fabulous. So it will be easy to understand what I'm talking about. So first example, what I call signature eyebrows or simply just shape with tweezers. It takes up to 40 minutes to one hour. This is mm -hmm. how I work with clients. And attention, the actual cost, cost, how much you spend is three dollars i'm charging for this procedure 60. wow so margin is 57 dollars. basically i almost every time have tips <laughs> so if someone is uh thinking how how are margins in this it is really really high okay. um let's get the most uh, booked procedure uh, through my website and this is shape and tint okay. uh, and i charge for this 90 dollars. the margin is 85. wow um, and another most wanted and uh, the most popular procedure nowadays um, in natural eyebrows is eyebrows lamination or permanent eyebrow styling uh, which is usually not made right according to the instagram pictures what i see and uh, the cost of this procedure is 130 130 dollars and the margin is 121 so i counted cost, everything so it cost nine dollars yes it costs wow. only nine dollars so if someone is asking 
like, hey, can I actually get some money on natural eyebrows charging more than just 20, 25, 27? Yes, you can. And right. this is the um, this great is you, opportunity, you I think. Okay, um, cool. And so, so the startup costs significant, but significantly less in the natural browse world to get started out. Obviously, as you build up, you you move to the 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 larger kits and the, and the the better. I don't know what they are, um, quality colors and things like that. Um, but also, it's got to be easier, surely, to get volumes of clients when you're doing natural beauty and you get that reputation because surely you're you're seeing your clients more often yes so first uh, first of all what i really like about uh, natural eyebrows beauty that you build in this relationship with the client it's not just the random person who step into you once a year and you literally know nothing about this person like what he or she cared about like it's just important to be on the same page. We live in the world in big cities, basically, where you want to be in a good flow energy. And uh, for people who really caring about this as me, um, it's a good way to provide uh, the environment around you, the same good environment with the clients. And also, when I, um, when I was thinking like, okay, how did I start to gain clients? When did it start? And I'm like, oh, so I asked my clients to spread good words about me if they are happy with what I'm doing. And this is what happened. So like one client could bring me five new clients. And this five clients, it's like, you know, the pyramid. So it was pretty easy that time. And I still feel even in New York, this is how it spreads. So. Word of mouth. Instagram, social, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Social media just amplifies the whole thing. But yeah, no, word of mouth brings the best type of clients to you. The clients that are your uh, evangelists that sing your praises, they're always going to bring the best new clients to you. So if that's the case, and we've talked about specialization, we've talked about the the startup cost and, and what can be done and what you can charge and how much more money you can make if you view it in that different way. But what about if you're an existing beauty business already, you know, if it's not your soul and specialist area, do you believe you can still charge a premium and offer a premium service? Yes, I do. And this is a very interesting question uh, because I believe, um, yes, you still can charge premium even if your job, your primary job is cosmetologist, for example. What is important is the formula, the formula of success. This is my formula. Maybe it could work for more people. The beauty industry and success in beauty industry is you as a brand plus your professional experience multiplied on outstanding service. And by outstanding service, I feel this is care and love for what you do and for your client. So I think uh, it is possible to charge more Mm -hmm. if you have knowledge, if you really understand that you will provide this service after, I don't know, like um, skin appointment or like um, hair appointment, right? You just need to have your chair your uh, private area where you have all your teams. So it should be still organized, still nice, uh, and done professionally. And also all these things like uh, tiny gifts 
this is um my um my way to conquer hearts of minds by tiny gifts for the birthday um maybe some lottery before the new year uh for the next month you know like 15 percent yeah. off 10 percent off um maybe just a message that you will send the next day hey how is how are your eyebrows do you like yeah. the shape is everything fine so i feel these tiny steps could help to name your service premium and uh, during pandemic what i really explore is a uh, premium pre premium is also about your website it's about the website and online schedule because we live in the world and i struggled a lot with that where people can cancel and when they don't have prepayment we, oh, yeah. when they didn't put some amount already there uh, they don't have the effort to come they can just cancel one hour before the appointment or never show up mm -hmm. so i would recommend uh, to make somebody's business more premium like lift it up a little bit just with the simple website and comfortable online schedule for both client and you Love it. And the little things and the over delivery and the little extra things that you do just to really just kind of cement that connection with your customers really stands out and makes that difference over time. So I love it. Brilliant. So the other great thing is, Dasha, you occasionally, you occasionally teach people to do the kind of thing that you do as well, don't you? I know, I know you're very selective with this. So if, if anyone's yeah. kind of interested in, in finding out more about you and what you do, what's the best way to kind of find you, follow you, get in touch with you? Best way is Instagram and my website. I'm always open for the new uh, connections and giving advice also. Yeah. So I'm happy to see new people and just say hi. <laughs> I'd say I love that. I checked out the website. The website's beautiful as well. Um, and you. You know, your, your Instagram as well. So we'll put the links to the website and the, your Instagram in the show notes page and the descriptions as well. So people just go and check mm -hmm. you out. Dasha, thank you so much. It's been really lovely talking to you. Is there any, do you have any sort of final thoughts for us before we uh, say goodbye to you today? Of course I do. I want to say something that I found amazing. So I want to remind all people that if the eyes are the windows to the soul, the eyebrows are the window frames and the frame always should be beautiful. I love that. I love that. We love a good quote. Thank you so much, Dasha. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> and I will, I will keep in touch with you and best of luck with everything this year. And uh, um, yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch with, with Dasha, we'll put all of the details in the show notes pages. Once again, a huge thank you to Dasha. She was incredibly nervous as we started our conversation. Not about her knowledge, I should say, but she happens to be a big fan of the show. And given that English isn't her native language, well, I think she did an amazing job. I mean, if I ever have to do a podcast interview in Russian, well, I'm going to be pretty darn nervous too. But that just goes to show that we should push our own comfort zone. And I thank Dasha so much for doing that and for being such a wonderful, knowledgeable guest to share her experience and findings with you, my wonderful listeners. Now, please do check out the show notes pages for links to follow Dasha or find out more about what she does. You can find those, as always, on the website, beautybusinesspodcast.com. Right, that's all from me for this week. I'm just giddy with excitement because in a couple of short weeks' time from when I record this, I'm opening up my very own secret 
not so secret membership just for beauty business owners. Now, if you've ever been to any of my boot camps, you'll have a sense of what the membership is going to be like. And I can't wait to get working with everyone that joins me as a very special founding member. Now, if you want to check it out, just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash membership, and that will take you to the information page where you can get on the wait list or dive right in, depending on when you hit the page. We're going to be taking in just a few new members at a time to make sure I can help everyone as much as possible and so that no one, including me, becomes overwhelmed. So I look forward to being back in your ears and maybe your eyes if you join the membership very, very soon. I will be back here again next week. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.